welcome to this week's episode of Say What You Mean. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jake. Good morning. Good morning. I'm very late. I'm normally late, but this you're, is... You're always this late. Is, this, is ab- this is more late than normal. I, I To the point where I texted you and said, are you coming? Oh, I didn't even get that. Oh, yeah, I texted you. Okay. I just was concerned for your safety. I appreciate it. I almost watched a car kill a guy on a high on SR five hundred. Is that why you're late? No. Okay. I was late because I um well we'll we'll get to it. Um I have two I have two big pieces of news. News. Well not new well, news slash large reasons, announcements. Large announcements. I d I don't know. I'm just saying. And I'll and I'll there. tell them in I'll tell them in ranking of importance. Okay. But like first important yeah. goes first. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then mo- second most important goes second. Okay, okay. But we'll get. To re- hey, how are you? Good. She wanted to say hi. Oh. <laughs> what is that? Oh, okay. Thank you. I don't either. He was in here messing, sniffing around. Thank you, babe. Yeah, we're already mm-hmm. started. Do you want to say hi? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Um, you said her name. Now I have to cut it. Oh my bad. <laughs> it's all good. Go ahead. I sorry. I didn't even think about that. I just wanted to say hi. I know. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, but we'll get to that. So you've had, you've had a. A weekend. I'm still hurting, dude. Are you? Yeah. Um. You know what a scorpion is? Like when somebody scorpions. Yeah. Like where you like where you, they like face plant. Oh. Okay. They face mind. plant and like their feet like... like bend all the way over, so it like almost kicks the back of their head. That's like a gnarly fall, right? Uh-huh. You've seen it. Skateboarding videos, fail videos, whatever. Yeah. So. I did what I describe as the exact opposite. Instead of a face plant, I fell on my back where my feet came all the way up and touched my ears. Ouch. So, Lovely and I went to the park. Um, my brother told me about this cool park over by, um, what is the tech center for uh, Clark College? Oh, yeah. Okay. It's over there. It's actually a pretty gnarly park. It's cool. Um, so, we go over there and... We're running around the park, and she has me running around. She's I figured that's where it had to happen because I was I watched your snap story. Yes, and I saw that the it was all wet and yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah, So we're playing around the park, and she's like, "All right, here's the obstacle course. You need to start here. Then you need to run across the park, touch this, and then go over here and touch this. And these are your little buttons you got to touch." And I was like, "Cool." So I'm like running through her op- obstacle course, and then she makes me do like four, and I'm like, <sighs> "She's like, I'm like, I-, I think I'm done." She's like, "That's okay. It's my turn now." And I was like. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, run all the way over here and touch that. And then run all the way over here and touch that. And then run all the way over here and touch this. So she's like running through her obstacle course. And at one point, she's like kind of hopping over like from stone to stone or whatever. And I'm we recently watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 1 and 2, mm. the old films from the 90s. And in the second one, have you seen them? Uh, it's been a long okay, time. In the second one, Vanilla Ice is in the second one. Okay. And he has a song where it's like, go ninja, go ninja, go. So when she's like hopping from stone to stone, mm-hmm. I'm just singing, go ninja, go ninja, go. I just say it like once. And then now that's her mantra as she's like jumping through. Is that the right word? Mantra? Mon- mantra works. Yeah. yeah. She's like jumping from stone to stone, t- singing to herself, 
Go Ninja, Go Ninja, Go. I was like, yes. <laughs> um, so we were playing around the playground for a little bit, and we brought our little basketball. So we go to the courts, and we're shooting around, and this is my dream right here, right? Mm-hmm. Me with my kid shooting hoops. And we're taking like four shots each and see what see what we can make. We're tallying up a score. I'm only shooting threes. Um, and she shoots... So she shoots one and it kind of rolls into the ball, rolls into the grass a few times. And she's like grossed out by how like wet and muddy it is. Mm-hmm. I'm like, give it here. It's not that we're in the Northwest. Like it's going to happen. Yeah. Give me the ball. So I wipe it off on my shirt. So now I'm kind of at the end going to try to catch her, her air balls. Cause that's what she, that's what is causing it to go into the grass. So she, she shoots it and I run for the ball and I'm going to grab it and, like, save it in bounds, right? Mm-hmm. And then, like, backwards pass it to her. So I do it, but now I'm, like, running into the grass. Oh, in, and, your, in your mind, you're Wesley Matthews jumping into the stage and throwing the yes, ball back. Yes, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm killing it. Like, damn, dad's athletic. Uh, instead, I'm now in an ice skating rink, essentially, because oh. the grass is short. And you just hydroplane. Dude. And I just slid and flipped straight on my head back of my head and I didn't get unconscious but it was white flash and like I couldn't see and so I like roll over on my hands and knees and I'm like and she's laughing her ass off and I'm I know it had to look hilarious (laughs) (laughs) like I'm pissed I couldn't see it right but I'm also stunned and my first thought is I have a concussion Mm -hmm. I know it I know it I know I do um, so I stand up after like a, a minute or two of just sitting there trying to collect myself. I'm wet and covered in mud <laughs> and my kid just saw me do this. Like I am the most uncool I could possibly be right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm just, she's like, are, she's laughing her ass off and she's like, are you okay? And I'm like, I think I have a concussion <laughs> and she's like, Oh, and I was like, yeah, I should probably call your mom. So I call Jen and I'm like, Hey, I'm pretty sure I have a concussion. And she's like, do you want me to pick you up? And I was like, I think I'll be okay. I shouldn't have done this, but I said, I think I'll be okay. It's just straight drive home down Mill Plain. Mm-hmm. I'll be home in a sec. So I felt terrible because we were having such a good time. Mm-hmm. And Lovely Lately has not been having a good time mm-hmm. um, behaviorally. And so this is so she it's it's on the weekends like it's not like on the weekends it's like she she acts out right mm-hmm. and so I grounded her <laughs> really oh yeah I grounded her I said you ain't watching you ain't getting your Alexa you ain't watching nothing you have no tablet no electronics for you none um to the point where I even grounded her from her we bought her a trampoline for her birthday and I and that's like my saving grace right like go and play and get that energy out but because she's her behavior has she hasn't make, been making the greatest choices. I grounded her from everything. Told her, you know, you can have your trampoline back if you clean your room. She cleaned her room. She can have her trampoline back. But the electronic stuff, like, it, it, it just seems like anytime we we give a little, it reverts back to to bad, poor choices. Mm-hmm. Um, but this day, I was like, you know what? Like, she still needs to get her energy out. Like, let's go play. So we were having a good time, and I felt most bad because. My fat ass is out, down for the count, dude. So I get home, and Jen's like, you don't look good. And I was like, yeah, I don't really feel good. And she's like, can you see straight? And I was like, not really. And so we went to urgent care, and Lovely came. And um, the doctor, like, checked me out. 
and he's like, I don't have a CT scan, but I'm worried about brain damage. So I need you to go to the hospital next door and get a CT scan. So I waited in a dude. HR is an or not HR. ER is a nightmare, dude. It's terrifying. Like COVID is real and COVID is gnarly, but you want to feel like true terror of COVID. Go to the ER, dude. Really? <laughs> oh God, dude. And and those people who work in the ER, man, saints, dude. I can't believe they do the work they do. But I was there for an hour and forty five minutes waiting. Got a CT scan. Uh, doctor comes in. He's like, "So what happened?" I told him, and he's like, uh, "He's like, well, you, you know, you're getting older now, man. You got a kid now. You got to start stretching." And, uh, and I was like, "Dude, the most annoying thing is, is this morning I woke up and I was like, you know, what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna feel good today. I'm gonna stretch." And I went through some stretches. And he, him and the nurse were just laughing. And he's like, yeah, man, when they're younger, it's them getting hurt. When they get older, it's you getting hurt. And I was like, yeah, I guess. So he checks the CT scan. He comes back and he's like, no brain bleeding, man. You're going to have to try harder next time. And I was like, well, I'm sure there'll be a next time. And uh, I will try harder next time. Nice. So I came home and emailed my professors. And I was like, yo, I got a concussion. And they're like, dude, don't even worry about it. Like, we're early in the semester. Turn in the assignments next week. So. Thankfully, I have lucked out with some of the greatest professors in my collegiate career. Mm-hmm. So, um, so the next two days, kind of just chilling out, relaxing. Um, and, dude, so many muscles are so sore from just a fall. Like my neck, the front side of my neck, either from whiplash or like mm-hmm. tensing to stop the fall. Um, and then right down from the back of my neck, straight down my back. It's mm. just been achy. And yeah, it's been rad, dude. That sucks. I'm uh, 34. So cool. Look at uh, <laughs> this is your future. Oh, God. <laughs> I, uh, we, um, yeah, when you text me, like, you're like, I was like, well, how are you, uh, like, how are you feeling for this Sunday? And because I was just trying to plan my, my weekend coming up. Your hike. And, uh, and you were, and you're like, well, I'm currently in the ER, and I'm like, oh shit, yeah. So I'm glad that you're okay. Yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, that's scary, man. Brain stuff is. That's why I didn't is, mess around. Yeah, dude. you got to be careful with that. Did they tell you about my foot, Mm-mm. <laughs> dude. I'm a rat, dude. So there's just things that like I'm older now, and like when I was a kid, I'd just be like, f it, you know. Um, when I went in there with the brain trauma, they're like, hey. Have you had any other like concussions or head hits? And I look at Jen and Jen's like, uh, yeah, like not only have I been like knocked out from fights and like fallen on skateboards and like mm-hmm. cracked my head pretty hard. Like It's just like my body's been through it. Right. So that's one of the main reasons like I've had previous head trauma. I'm not playing around like I'm going. I didn't want to go. God, I didn't want to go. But it's my brain. Um, the other night. I it was after we were gaming on a Saturday night, I think a week ago, I fell asleep finally after we were playing and uh, I woke up and I was like my guitar, my bass guitar, for some reason, was sitting along the side of my dresser um, and it had gotten budged out to my path of walking and my room's all dark. Mm -hmm. So I'm walking and I step and I feel the guitar. So I like try to like step over it. The clasp to the guitar case punctures my foot, and I just start bleeding everywhere. Oh, sh- and it's God. like, 
<laughs> it's the most round piece of metal. Mm-hmm. So I had to have hit it pretty hard for it to puncture my foot. So then I'm like bleeding everywhere. And Jen gets up and she's like, there's like a, a trail of blood down the hallway. She's like, what is going on? I was like, I stubbed my foot on the guitar case and now I'm bleeding. So she like helps me, wipes it out, cleans it up. So then two nights later, I'm sleeping and I wake up and my foot is throbbing and hot and it feels infected. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, again, I'm just to the point where I'm like, I'm not messing around with this stuff. I'm going to jump on it. So Jen gets online real quick and schedules an appointment, uh, urgent care appointment over Skype that next morning. Mm -hmm. And how awkward dude i'm trying to show the doctor my foot in the camera and he's like well it's hard to see but it's definitely red dude and he's like i'm gonna put you on these super gnarly antibiotics to kind of just because the foot you don't want to mess around with feet and bacteria and dirt and filth whatever it's they're just feet you know Mm -hmm. you don't want to play i was like cool get the antibiotics jacks my stomach up dude for days i stopped taking taking them because it was just like it feels better but god my my tummy was rumbling. Mm. Not good. That's not good at all. So it's been a great, great last few uh, weeks before I go back to work. So how many more? So how stoked. much time do you have left? I go to work Monday. Do you? Yeah. Oh no. Oh no. Yeah. Everybody's uh, been drivers have been texting me like, dude, when are you coming back? And I'm like, Monday. Relax, dude. You checking out that show? Yeah. I, uh, you posted on Instagram. Every time I come in here, you've got new stuff. You've got a you've you've got a board there. Yeah, the marquee. Mm-hmm. I had there's supposed to be another A. I couldn't find it, so I just threw the at sign in there. I for like now. the I like the at. Say what you mean, little marquee. <clears throat> that Dilf cup. That's from uh, Jesse and Laura. Oh, okay. <clears throat> uh, they sent Jen and I Milf and Dilf cups. <laughs> um, and yeah, I got a little shelf for my figures. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of my Lego figures are up there. Some pop figures and my uh, mini figs for Legos. Are oh, okay. Up there. Yeah, I like I. The, the Legos are cool. I've always liked your Legos. I know. I need to get more. I, I, I don't need to get more. They need to come out with more. Mm-hmm. Like the mo- the most recent release was the Frankenstein. And I was like, oh, I'm getting that. That's cool. Like the old monster series, mm-hmm. I think, is what they're going to start releasing. So awesome. they're just not releasing them fast enough. Bastards. I, I like the uh, the pixelated like Super Mario. Um, mm-hmm. That's cool. I like that one a lot. I, yeah. I, I didn't know you had that one. The only thing, it's not even Lego, it's just like a pixelated figure. The only thing I'm missing from that shelf, I think, is uh, something representative of the Trailblazers. Mm. You know, Mm -hmm. if they had uh, some kind of Lego for Trailblazers, that'd be so rad. But yeah, I got Batman, Disney. The licensing on that would be ridiculous for Lego. I think to probably try to pay licensing for NBA. There's like a cheap, like off brand that like like you can buy of like a... It's like Lego, but it's like just the pinwheel. Mm-hmm. It's like a few bucks, but it's off brand, dude. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. It's not Lego. Yeah, shame on me. So, yeah, you've always got new stuff in here. I'm trying I've, to work on it, I've, build it up a little bit. I'm going through my, uh, I'm cleaning out my storage locker, but my basically my my storage, and so I've got some, I've got some stuff to come in. And okay, add. cool. So, I found a, uh, a I found a. Like a, a scroll version of the Declaration of Independence. Like Hell little, yes. Like a little quill thing. So I've got that. Yes. Uh, I forgot it today. Um, half of Lovely's present hasn't arrived yet, but I did get half of it. So oh. I'm going to her today for her birthday. Because it was last week, last right? Friday, last yeah. Friday, yeah. 
you guys had what looked like a really fun party. The whole family came over. Yeah, it was just my side of the family. Mm-hmm. They came over and her cousins and they played and we had some behavioral issues. Gotcha. It's just, it, you know, with her past and her trauma, there's there's this issue of uh, possession, right? Ah, so yeah. she didn't want anyone else on the trampoline because it was her trampoline. and. Mm-hmm. I totally get like you not wanting someone to touch your stuff and mess yeah. with your stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. And we had that conversation after the behavior. I just said, "Yo, I get it, dude. Like, if you don't want someone messing with your stuff, totally get it. But the way that you handled it was inappropriate and not okay. If you're feeling that way, just come to me and mom and just be like, "Hey, I'm feeling a little anxious or weird or whatever word you want to use to describe it about." Them being on the trampoline right now, and I would kind of like five minutes to myself. Mm-hmm. Dude, absolutely. You can absolutely say those things, and we'll, we'll make it happen. But saying, like, saying, no, I don't want them on there in front of them is not appropriate. <laughs> yeah, that, that's tough. Yeah. That is tough. So we're, you know, we're working through it. We're working through the communication. Mm-hmm. And again, just her ability to reflect is such a huge thing for Jen and I, and, and why, you know, we, we, felt so sure about about this mm-hmm. with her um because she there is remorse there is ability to reflect and look back and 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 work through it on her own and and to know yeah. that so you know after a rough weekend she wrote out like five goals um that she would like to achieve um and I'm like why are you doing this and she's like I don't know I just think I need to work on some things but also you know my therapist says I should and so they were like you know being better at accepting the uh, at accepting no when mom mm. and dad say no and just like very mature things and I'm like damn dude like okay so I mean I should honestly print that thing out and put it on that wall and so every time you know <laughs> I'm the worst though dude I'm so bad like you know I didn't cuss for like the first two weeks she's here and like she's like you know kind of alluding to like when am I going to be ungrounded and I'm like listen dude just don't be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's, I mean, that's just, that's you though. Like, I know it is I me. I mean, that's just, that's just, that's you. It is so. me. I'm like, just don't be a dick. Like, just be a, a rad person mm-hmm. and you're not in trouble. I was like, if you're, if you're cool, like life can be easy, dude. Like you can, you can have it all. You can live it up, man. Just don't be a dick. And she's like, okay. So like before we were leaving, uh, <laughs> She, you know, we were going to do something for her yesterday. Um, what was it? Oh, we were going to take her to go get... We were going to the park to go for a walk, which isn't part of being grounded, right? Mm-hmm. But she earned, she got money for her birthday, and she's like, you know, can we go to Michael's and get rock paint? And I was like, ooh, I don't know, man. You're grounded. And she's like, I know, but I, I mean, I just want to do something artistic. And it's hard to say no to that mm-hmm. when you're grounded. Like, that's a good thing, right? And I was like, okay, but what's the rule? And she's like, don't be a bad word and i was like yeah don't be a dick dude let's go <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i don't know that's me you're right that is me but yeah. i'm just like just don't be a dick and we're cool mm-hmm. like that's it chill yeah and I, I i no idea but a hunch yeah would be that if you are like communicating in your most most authentic way yeah it, it'll probably be taken that's probably better. true i don't know Maybe. yeah I, I no absolutely no idea. Judge me, parents. <laughs> judge me. <laughs> no Ju- idea, Jeff but it's just says, don't just... be a dick to his daughter. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. Well, I'm uh, I'm 
glad you're okay. I'm glad yeah. I didn't have any brain bleeding. Cause Me that too. Would, a brain hemorrhage would suck. I mean, they said it still could happen. So if at any, any minute I just like freak out and turn into like a stranger, like Jekyll and Hyde, mm. then let me you know. You become Joof. Joof. <laughs> Jeff and Joof. Mr. Wong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, oh, you start speaking in a Georgia accent and you become Randy. Oh, God. <laughs> are are no. you a communist spy? We had a guy in our class who legitimately asked our professor who was born in China if he was a communist spy. Yeah. Although I didn't witness that. That was Matt. Matt Reeves said he watched. Oh. He, he witnessed that. Okay. But we've had class with this Randy Thank you guy. for signing your source. Mm-hmm. Because now I'm skeptical of the source. Yeah. I'm. Well, <laughs> Yeah. But we've had class with this guy yeah, but multiple it's different. times. It's different if it's firsthand. He if literally, you had heard him say that, then I'd be like, oh, absolutely, he yeah. said that. But he, this is third party yeah, here. Yeah, he came to he came to our History 469 class wearing a like a, a Coca-Cola red T-shirt, uh-huh. and it had a picture of a 223 rifle cartridge, uh-huh. and it said, share a round with ISIS. Oh, okay. I just... I don't know. <laughs> I was this guy was like fifty five years old and great, good for him. That's awesome. He's not <sighs> fighting ISIS. Just <laughs> I mean, he's wanting ISIS fought. True. Uh, I don't. I I don't know. I just feel like that's. I mean, I'm not pro ISIS here, but it's just sounds like <laughs> uh, uh, We anyway. walked out of Michael's last night, and there's this guy walking into Michael's. This old old guy. He was like hunched over, but could barely walk, dude, and his uh. His shirt said, like, want to kill babies? Vote Democrat. Oh, no. And so we're walking to her car, and Lovely goes, and Jen just, I hear Jen go, like, scoff, right? Mm -hmm. And I go, I just, I didn't even turn around. I go, yeah, I know. And then Lovely goes, what? And I was like, nothing. She goes, no. Why did his shirt say, want to kill babies? (laughs) (laughs) It was just like, oh, could be, you know, we explain it because some people have different views and mm-hmm. they assume that if you want babies dead, then you're voting. Voting Democrat is voting for dead babies, essentially. Mm-hmm. We found his car and he had all these other written oh, posters I all over his can car. can imagine he had more to say. Oh, yeah. With his bumper stickers. Oh, yeah. It said uh, something like uh, it was all handwritten stuff. Um, who's dumber, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris or Jay Inslee or... The millions of people who voted for them. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. I mean, yeah, I voted for all of them this deal around. Yeah. So I guess I'm one of those really dumb people. You dummy. I'm more dumb than they are. Who? The three people. Oh, yeah. Those, those three because it was either or. Yeah. So. Well, that's why they're in power. Because dumber people vote for dumb people. Yes. Ah, Surprise. I see, I see. I see. I see. Clarified. Oh, um, man. Yeah, so what the hell, dude? What the hell? Okay, so <laughs> uh, news story number one and okay. of most importance. Uh, oh, for wait. your FYI, yeah, public service announcement, don't buy hair trimmers slash beard trimmers uh-huh. from Marshalls slash Ross. Okay. Because I bought... A, like a beer trimmer today uh-huh yeah last night at marshall's okay because i can't find mine mm-hmm. and i was like i my beard was as long and bushy as i have ever seen it yeah it's awesome it, it was 
terrible. No, it's I, awesome. I hated it. I love it. I hated it. I love it. And especially if it's orange. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely says it's orange. Yeah. Oh, it, I got to tell this on air. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? The Portland uh, thing? Oh, yeah. Okay. Did you tell Kylie? I did. Okay. Yeah. So for those listening. Uh, she busted up laughing. Oh, dude. It was her. so yeah. good. So we're driving through. Um, downtown portland and we come around and we're over in the district like uh over by omsi mm-hmm. and we're heading towards hawthorne because we're gonna go we're gonna swing by um, oh you're right in hipster oh now. yeah we're gonna swing over by pals right there to buy a gift card for alex for her birthday mm-hmm. and um as we're like pulling into hipsterville lovely in the back seat just goes huh you know, Uncle Jake would fit in here really well. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, oh, you know, just his beard and his hat. Like, it just he just looks like everybody here. And me and Jen just started dying. And she's like, you have to tell Jake. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm telling him. <laughs> oh, if only 2012 Jake could have ever heard that. If oh, I had, my if, word. If I had been compared to hipsters. But I kind of do. I've got the I've got the PNW hat. I've got yeah. a, I've got a, a, a beard um i i can i can definitely see it it was I awesome see it anyway right. so sorry go ahead oh no you're fine uh so i bought a uh, a discount beard trimmer at marshall's because mm-hmm. they always have like that section of like men's care products I, i'm biting my tongue right now on so many dirty jokes <laughs> i just i just i are you circumcised now <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's all i'm saying i'm done oh man so i uh oh, so i got to use them this morning and uh it's slow it doesn't cut well did you charge it well i plugged it in and then was char- charging it while it was plugged in this morning yeah so that's probably you're giving them a bad name based on your f- failure to plan yeah <laughs> it's and this is your PSA? Kind of. Okay. Well, hold on. So the reason why I'm wearing a beanie right now. Okay. So, okay. So it, it's a smaller beard trimmer. Okay. And it comes with three guards for beard trimming. Yes. So I tried the number three, so that way I didn't end up cutting it too short. Okay. Because Number three wasn't doing anything. So I went to number two. Number two was like, because it was underpowered, it was leaving everything like, I couldn't get some like up around the corners up here. It gotcha. was leaving it patchy. Yeah. So I'm like, well, shit, I got to go to one. And okay. that is what ended up cutting it super short right now. I mean, it's, you've had it that short I've before. had it that short before, but it's like, I don't like it this short. Okay. It's stubbly and it's itchy and it makes me look like I have a baby face. Okay. And, but I'm like, I also, but then when you get like super short on the hair, like, and, but it doesn't match the length of your hair. Yeah. It looks really bad. Okay. So I'm like, I've got to cut my hair, but this time I'm looking at my phone and it's like eight fifty, and I'm like, I'm going to be fucking late because <laughs> <laughs> we have to be morning? here because I have to be here at nine thirty. So I'm like, I got to really hurry. And it okay. says on the box that it also comes with the guard thingy on how to, so for a hair cutter. Now, are you doing I, this by yourself? Yes. Okay. So Kylie's already left for work. Okay. And it's just me and the dogs. Yep. And it's this little plastic cap thingy that goes over the top, and you can adjust the length of it by how far it sits down on the trimmer thing. This is a terrible design. I should okay. have never done this. And, but I was like, well, I got to go for it. So 
I'm like, I'm trying to adjust like the length of it. And then I instantly start on my hair and then the whole thing slips all the way down to like a one. And it just, I had one streak going across the top of my head of like completely down. Now I am mostly like, I'm going bald. Baldness runs in my family. Uh, That's why I wear a hat most of the time. Yes. But I can't hide this. So now I'm essentially completely bald up top. Like I've trimmed I mean, you every- know I'm going to make you show me. I'm, I know. I've trimmed <laughs> everything down to basically the studs. And that is why I was super late. But you've never done that before? No. Oh. I've never gotten this low. It's like, that low? It's that low. Okay. Yeah. It almost looks like I don't have hair. Okay. So... Yeah, that's why I'm wearing a currently wearing a beanie, and then I've I, I figure I at work, so I got to go from work here. I can I've got my mask and I've got my beanie, and you can never tell. You can never tell that I fucked no, up. No, you look I like a, uh, an assassin, like I a do. ninja. I love. So I also am. Side note, I might never not wear these things again. One because I haven't had a cold. Or the flu or anything this dude, year. Dude, I've been pretty healthy. Knock on wood, dude, because you're going to get sick if you the, keep going. The, the, <laughs> the masks okay. work against literally everything. Yeah. So why not keep wearing them during cold and flu season? I'm pretty sure Jen's going to get braces. And she's like, I got to wear a mask for a year, so perfect time. <laughs> exactly and i love it because it kind of looks like a i love neck gaiters because they keep your neck kind of warm it looks like an ascot dude you hipster it does look like an ascot <laughs> and it, it definitely enhances my hipster <laughs> thing all right moving on to number two okay of least of lesser importance than me completely shaving off all my hair sunday um kylie and i went up on our on our weekly hike uh-huh. up to have you ever been to lake trillium yes Okay. I went a bunch when I was a kid. I love it up there. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, never, never been. Okay, that's the first time I, I tried getting there in the middle of the night one night, mm-hmm. and then got lost, and mm-hmm. then realized when I came back during the day on Sunday, I how close I actually was to the lake. Oh. I was like maybe less than fifty feet from the actual lake. I just couldn't find it. <laughs> that's <laughs> so, amazing. So I was traipsing around the Mountain Hood Wilderness, like in the middle of the night with my headlamp alone. Well, no, I was kind of alone. I was Kylie and Kylie's oh, okay. sister and Kylie at the time, Kylie's sister's boyfriend. Okay. Uh, but I left them on like the main road that was all snowed over. Okay. And then I went off by myself. In the middle of the night. In the middle of the night okay. to try to find the lake. Okay. Because they were cold and they didn't want to like keep just traipsing through yeah, yeah, with yeah. no particular destination. And me, Wilderness Jake, was going to go yeah. blaze the trail. Survivor man. Yeah. I uh, didn't end up finding it. I got scared because I was walking through. I the would tri- be terrified. I was walking the whole time. I was walking through the Trillium Lake campground. Yeah, that's completely like abandoned due to the snow for, yeah. the, for the winter. Dude, I had so many thoughts of like looking with like my headlamp peering into the pure darkness and just seeing fucking Jason <laughs> standing there. My mind goes a million different ways. No, I mean I totally would too. When I'm out waiting in the middle of the night, like I'm duck hunting. Uh, every log looks like a fucking alligator. And so an alligator? So my mind starts working like that. I'm like, well, what if an alligator escaped the zoo? And then, of course, it would be living in this yeah, swamp. Yeah, absolutely, in Vancouver. Exactly. <laughs> it could survive. Okay, so Jason? Um, so you went back. So I, I ended up going back and didn't find it. We went back this Sunday during the daytime. Okay. We got there early, and it was really cool because the the lake had completely frozen over. No way. Yeah, the snow... Um, uh, snow had completely covered the ice, so it just looked like one. It just was really, really, really pretty. That's awesome. And there was a guy um, 
there's people out ice fishing out on no. the out on the middle of the lake. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And then like where the dock is, yeah, the uh, the dock had and it has like the railing on top of the dock, mm-hmm. and the the snow had had filled up all the way to the top of the railing, so you could stand on top of the snow on top of the dock. So you, you were like six or seven feet up, uh, and you could survey yeah. the whole thing. It was really really pretty. And then I proposed to Kylie, and then we went and what? <laughs> Yep. You just casually <laughs> dropped that? Exactly. I wanted to get your rea- I wanted to get your reaction. Time out. Time out. You, you is the rest of your life in order? Yeah. Okay. It is. Cuz I know that you're a compartmentalizer. Uh-huh. And you're like, I can't do this until I've done this. And I can't do this until I've done this. <laughs> so, how the hell did we get here? Well, I've been planning it for a long Wait, time. Wait, did she say yes? Yeah, she said okay. yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wow! So Kylie and I have been back together like since the summer, um, and we've just been working on things, and we're just in a really, really good spot. Mm-hmm. And we started talking about it, and um, we started talking about it a few months ago. What the? F- I feel like I just got punched, dude. And I've I've had enough head trauma. Um, <laughs> did you? Do you had a ring? Uh huh. Since when? Since about a week and a half ago. Oh, dude! I haven't told any. Like I really okay. Like, I was gonna be pissed. Told- if other who did you tell Connor? Huh? Did you tell Connor? I didn't tell Connor. You didn't? No. Okay, we're good then. Okay. You tell Matt? I did tell Matt. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I told uh, well, I saw him. I just ended up seeing Matt. I'm, I'm totally kidding. I saw him. I just ended up seeing Matt first. So I went over to Matt and Courtney's house yeah. Tuesday to watch a Blazer game. Yeah. Specifically to tell them. And then I knew I was gonna tell you. You get any financial advice? Huh? <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> uh, I've got okay. some stories to tell you off air. So um, what the fuck? Yeah. So anyway, I hope you guys aren't doing anything on August twentieth. Uh, we rented an air- just a small thing. We rented an Airbnb uh, down on Rock down at Rockaway Beach. Wow. Um. So obviously, you lovely and Jen have wow. to come. Yeah. Duh, dude. So I will quit my job to be there if I have to. Anyway. Anyway, I hope you don't have to. Friday. Okay. It. It's. It. It, the way that the day had to work is because of tides and everything. I probably overthought the tides. Originally, we were going to get married at um, Yaquina Head Lighthouse. Yes. But they told us we could only have 10 people. Okay. And then we're like, well, that's not fair because then we have to be telling. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. If, yeah. I, if I wanted you there, then like Jen and Lovely couldn't right, come right, 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 stuff right. like that. So it was just like we need to have a sp- place that at least gives us some more flexibility on yeah people. not a strict 10 like strict 10 so we're gonna we're doing it wow. uh, we're basically running an airbnb it like sleeps 10 and um we're Whoa. just we're just going to basically set up the whole thing so everybody can kind of like if covid's still a thing in august i'm sure it will yeah, be yeah, yeah. people can kind of distance distance yeah and then we're just going to have a quick ceremony out on the beach and then just basically chill i want to do jake's clubs and jams that sounds amazing so dude if you need any help or anything like i'm a planner you know that i know so, so I'm, I'm i totally will, i got I will, you i will definitely i planned my entire wedding dude did you really it was all me really yeah that's cool yeah that's cool so kind of i'm kind of i'm i'm really excited about planning certain aspects of it and kylie's really excited about planning that's other awesome. aspects of it good so, yeah we're just going around and telling everybody in person and i kind of wanted to tailor everybody me telling each individual person in a yeah. way that kind of fits our relationship yeah. and i knew that you would want 
to have the <laughs> the the reaction on yeah duh on the pod duh, so that of was of course um and then like i told matt just in the middle of the right before a big like <laughs> like right in the fourth quarter of yeah. the blazer game when we're like all sitting around i'm like hey are you guys doing anything august 20th and they're like him and courtney are like oh no and courtney's up doing the dishes and me and matt are sitting there glued to the tv i was like all right well can me and kyler are getting married on uh, the august 20th <laughs> So I just have been trying to um, downplay it. Wow, so dude. I'm really excited. I'm really so happy. And um, yeah, it's just she's it's taken me. It took me way too long in putting her through weight myself and her way too much. But I it was a journey that I had to, had go, to on. go. And but it's just it fits. We're just in the best place we've ever been. Um, we've worked through so much mm-hmm. together and over the last eight, nine months. And I'm just, I can't even begin to explain how happy and how excited I am about all this. Mm-hmm. So um, it's just, it's a, it's going to be a lot of fun and I'm wow, so excited awesome. for it. So tell me about the proposal, dude. Uh, yeah. So I, was it just you two? It was just her and I and the dogs. Of course the dogs. Yeah. And uh, it was weird because I was going to do it on the, so we got, we got to the lake and. Were you nervous? I was, I mean, I, I knew what the answer was going to be. You did. But I was still nervous. Okay. Because we had been, we honestly had already started, pl- we had already started planning okay. it. Um, we had already started planning the, the details. It doesn't matter if you know the answer, it. dude. It's terrifying. It was still, it was still scary, right? And I didn't want to lose the ring because when, when I asked her out all those years ago back in high school, yeah. I asked her out with a ring pop. Okay. And so my whole plan was to take the ring, put it in a ring pop bag. Okay. And then like act like I was going to give her a ring pop, but actually have the ring. Yeah. And, but I was so nervous that my clumsy ass was going to somehow manage to lose it. Yep. So I didn't do in that. The snow I did buy a ring. I did buy a ring pop. Okay. Uh, but it was separate <laughs> from okay. the actual ring. And uh, so we got there, we got on top of the, um, we got on top of the, it was perfect because we got to Trillium Lake because uh, we had to hike into the snow. Thankfully, snowshoers had, tr- uh, had, carved a pretty decent mm-hmm. path and packed it down enough to where we weren't traipsing through a foot of snow okay um on the main trail That's so cool. you had to park up on 26 and then walk in you so need like, snowshoes i do need snowshoes yeah. so badly uh so we got there we got to the lake we're standing on top of the dock and i was like this is perfect like i'm gonna do it right here and all of a sudden like these two women show up and they're like oh it's so pretty and then they just like walk themselves up on the dock too and i'm mm-hmm. like well fuck like yeah, yeah. And I don't know how long they're going to be there. Yeah. They start taking pictures, and I'm like, well, shit. So then we're like, well, hey, let's head down over here. So we start walking down, and then there's like snow campers at the end of the lake. Camping in the snow? They're camping in the snow. I'm like, you people That's are hardcore. You people are nuts. Yeah. Kind of cool, but it is nuts. Cool, but yeah, nuts. Uh, so then, uh, so I was like, well, let's head back to, let's, let's head back to the, um, Let's head back to the dock. Okay. So we went back to, the, and thankfully, by the time we got back to the dock, the entire lake had been uh, cleared out. There wasn't another. You couldn't see it. There were people around, but mm-hmm. you couldn't see them. Right. Like you knew there were people around, but you couldn't see a single person. So, and then I was just, um, I was nervous. I was like, should I do it here or should I do it in a place? Because originally we were going to try to go to a mount like uh, this hike that I had, um, that I had picked out to go up to like a mountain to like a mountain that's parallel to the so you could actually see the the peak but then it was the whole road was snowed out so we parallel couldn't get up the there way. um parallel to the peak of mount hood not oh, really parallel but okay, you could gotcha. like get up on like a on a it was like a five mile hike up bald mountain which is okay. like a little mountain peak that's 
kind little. of that's littler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, but we couldn't get uh, anywhere near the trailhead because of how much snow there was on Lola Pass Road. Okay. And uh, so we just, I was like, well, we'll just go to Trill. Like, I know we can get, I know we can walk into Trillium. So I, I was like, well, let's go up there. And then it just ended up being just perfect. honestly the, the perfect yeah. scenario. So yeah, that, uh, that Did you happened. give a whole spiel? Huh? Did you give a whole spiel? Mm-mm. You just said, yo. Don't be a dick. <laughs> Don't be a dick. <laughs> no, I, I, I was just like, hey, is this? I'm like, is this a good spot? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, a spot you, you want to remember? And she's like, yeah. I said a spot. We, I said a spot you want to keep coming back to. And she's like, yeah. And I was like, okay. Well, and then I got down on one knee and I was like, you know, Kylie, uh, Megan Green. I was like, would you marry me? And then like I had, I had the ring out and originally I grabbed her right hand like a fucking idiot and then I had to like switch hands to her left hand and then put the ring on. What an idiot. Yeah. <clears throat> but she picked out the ring like she had. Oh, like, yeah. Jen picked out hers. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. it, like she knew what she was getting, but it was still a really We're cool the worst. moment. Yeah. Told my grandpa yesterday. Yeah. Um, went and had breakfast with him. So I just have been making all the rounds going to yeah, each yeah, individual yeah. person. So I'm glad you guys are doing that again. Breakfast. Yeah. Well, you got to go camping there now, dude. Mm-hmm. Oh, you hate camping. I, I, no, I'm actually really excited about camping. Okay. Um, I really want to do. Uh, so I asked for two days off to extend my weekend to a four day in may so i can do a whole mountain hood backpacking trip That'd be and dope. just being like just do some backcountry backpacking i'm thinking about either doing a hammock but it might be too cold for a hammock in may i might have to still do it if you have a like sleeping a bag bed. in a hammock you might be all right i'll be off the ground yeah hammocks are cool yeah i love my camping hammock um shit what was i gonna say forgot that's dope <laughs> Okay. All right. Uh, how'd your interview go? Well, okay. Yeah. I so, thought that was going to be an announcement. I was going to be super hyped, but I mean, mm-hmm. this is just as great. This is awesome. <laughs> but I was like, oh yeah, he got that job. He got that job. But well, they started reaching out to my references. I haven't. Oh, they I, did. Yeah. So they oh, haven't confirmed great, anything great. yet. So I mean, you're going to get it. For those of you who don't know, I I have a um I had an interview to be an emergency sub with Vancouver Public Schools. Yeah. Cool. An emergency sub is basically anybody who has a degree but not a teaching certificate mm-hmm. that when the the school district has exhausted all of their regular subs, then uh, they turn it over to um, the, the jobs over to emergency subs. Mm-hmm. And under normal circumstances, obviously, there's not a there's not a ton of opportunities for sub for. Right emergency subs but there are so many teachers who even at the elementary level which mm-hmm. is the only level in vancouver public schools that have gone back to hybrid yeah they had eight vacancies the day i interviewed they mm-hmm. had eight unfilled vacancies i mean what does they, that look like though I, they're having to have administrators go in and be no subs. but i mean for oh. you to sub so either if it's like a hybrid day yeah. I, I go in and i like i would be in the classroom yeah. or i do it over zoom oh like, wow i would be the instructor over zoom oh, okay um so I, I basically show up like any other sub. I get yeah. the plans and then that's dope. Do the plans and okay. So it basically, all it is is a way to because when I was talking to um, I didn't I haven't talked to Dan Overbay, but I've talked to like the number two guy. Which oh, is, uh, Joe, dude, Lapid- look at you, which is Joe Lapidus. He was you're my making me proud right now. Well, it's don't give me too much credit. He I, was. I mean, you're taking steps. I've been asking you to take for like two years, dude. <laughs> sure. True. The little and bit I, of credit I'm going to give you. I mean, I have talked to Dan Overbay, but it was years ago. Yes. Um, He's and awesome. So Joe Lapidus, who was my mom's, my mom's a teacher. Yeah. And he was my mom's principal for years. Uh-huh. And then he left being a principal to take uh, an instructor 
position with Washington State Vancouver's Masters in Teaching program. Oh, wow. So I reached out to him mm-hmm. and I was like, hey, like, what are you guys looking for for applicants? I'm like, I, I mean, I graduated from the institution. I have the endorsement done, which yeah. is the, the prerequisite to the get into the program. The social studies endorsement? Uh-huh. Wow. And I was like, so I have that done. I have like your guys' prerequisite for the program to get in. Yeah. That means I don't have to take additional coursework on top of the MIT program, which I know most of your people. How long have. is it? Uh, it's just one year. Starts January. Are you effing kidding me, dude? Yeah, it's January first, twenty twenty two, and then ends in December of twenty twenty two. So it's just basically eleven, like basically eleven, twelve months in your. Dude, out. I might go do it. Just have two masters, YOLO. Might as well do it. <laughs> well, then you could, because then you could teach high school. Yeah. Or I mean, I could teach. Want. I was looking at jobs. There's, I could teach communications when I'm done. Okay, dude. But I need experience teaching. Mm-hmm. The problem with COVID right now, and I'm, I'm thinking about reaching out to the professors. Sorry to cut you off. You're fine. In the communications program, as they told me, one specific at WSUV, she was like, "Yo, because you're a grad student, you can teach a grad uh, undergrad courses." Mm-hmm. Um, so hit me up if that's something you want to do. Well, I, I've just been so busy. I work 50 plus hours a week yeah. at my job or whatever. But in a COVID type world, if there's a way for me to teach it online, mm-hmm. even through the summer, if they have something available, that would be awesome because I was looking for jobs, just looking at jobs online and there was a communications position open and all it asked for is a master's, but it asked for teaching experience. And mm-hmm. it's like, that's the one thing that's going to give me a little bit of a hiccup. But if I can get that experience in some way, That'd be awesome. So we'll see. I mean, even if I did subbing, maybe they would think that was okay. I should reach out to them and talk to the schools I was looking at. But mm-hmm. sorry, go ahead. You're fine. Uh, I so yeah, I had the interview uh, with VPS, and they reached out to my um, to my uh, to my references with like a questionnaire, like how does Jake. You know how does how is Jake as a as a leader? Or how mm-hmm. is Jake as like an? And basically, I haven't seen the whole questionnaire. Uh, Susan was one of my references. Oh, okay. So, and she said she's like, I think I said too much, but it's hard to not say so much about. Yeah, about, yeah. You know, <laughs> Susan's great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Joe uh, Lapidus from the MIT program, and then my supervisor at. Fisherman's, oh wow! But great. Uh, they all told me they filled it out and sent it back in. So hopefully, I hear from them soon. Mm. Uh, there's a mandatory. Um, training day mm-hmm. on march 17th so i'd imagine i'm gonna hear for at least hear from it soon dude i'm so soon, hyped so. for you right now uh, like, i feel like giddy so i'm super excited because i mean one it's cool because i can i can help right like the school district is in such need yeah and especially they already had they had eight unfilled vacancies for subs just at the elementary level at right. the vps and now once middle school and high school go back to hybrid oh, yeah. which was monday yep I, there's going to be even there i'm sure there's even more vacancies yeah. so and and the cool thing is it's like on an app, like you go online the night before and w- whatever's available, you can just be like, I want that one. And it oh, gives you wow. like where to be and what school to be at and what the position is. Uh-huh. And you can just you basically just pick and choose wow. your, what date you can. You could just not do it for a week. You could do it just one, like whatever one you want. Day. It's just so wow. very cool. Um, a lot of flexibility. Yeah. I'm like might as well just do it on Mondays on my days yep, off. That's what um, I was thinking. Until uh, maybe I figure something else out, or I could quit Fisherman's, do that more. If I could do that more, like right, right. If I could get three, four days a week, because it pays twenty three dollars an hour. Yeah. So um, yeah, I'm really excited. At minimum, even if I do it a few days, mm-hmm. that is like because that's one thing that Joe said. He's like, on top of everything you want, we want people who have experience yes. with kids or have some sort of classroom experience, yeah. some sort of instructor experience. And like being able to say like, I was like, I'm from Vancouver. I have 
I have graduated from your guys' institution. I have the endorsement done and I have experience in the classroom in the district I'll probably be teaching in. Mm-hmm. That's, I feel like it would almost make me shoe in with my, and then on top of that with my grades. Right, right, right. So I'm hoping like that gives me the best opportunity to get What was in, your GPA so. in your undergrad? Do you uh, mind saying that? 3.85. Mine's seven, three point seven six right now. With um, with your undergrad? No, grad. Oh, okay. Graduate. That's dude for graduate. That's good. Dude, it's easy, bro. This is easy work. That's grad. That's <laughs> dude. That's it's still grad school. And three point seven six in grad school is impressive. Don't undercut. Don't. I'm trying to get it up there. I'm trying to get well, it on I your mean, level. Well, I mean, yeah, wanting to work towards getting better brain- is obviously good, but don't discount <laughs> what you've accomplished. I brainwashed my kid. Every time she like questions me, I'm like, look, dude, I'm the smartest person, you know, so let's get that straight. And that's not hyperbole. It is because (laughs) she's like, what did she say? She goes, dad, you're so smart. You're the smartest person I know because now she's repeating it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, uh," and she's like, what? And I go, Jake's smarter than me. And she's like, she's like, what? And I go, Jake is way smarter than me. She's like, but I thought you were the smartest person I know. I was like, I was just saying that Jake's the smartest person you know, but I'm second place. And she's like, okay. <laughs> You're way too nice to me. Yeah, I know. I hate you. Um, so wow, dude. I just wow. What what did you get her? Oh, it's a wand. A wand? A wand. Is it like a just like a random wand? Like they don't know you don't know what it looks like, or is it a character's well, let's, wand? Well, let's open it. Okay. Dude, she has not been wanting to read it. Really? Yeah, she's hating on it. Oh, well, then. No, just just, tr- just listen, though. So okay. then last night, she's like, um, oh, that is Voldemort's wand. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, never mind. I'll get her something different. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is Voldemort's wand, isn't it? Yeah, it definitely is. Oh, no. Okay, well, never mind. How lame then. is that that I knew that? It's not lame. She's not going to know. I, ad- I admire you. She's not going to know. I mean, if you're... <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so continue with your story. Because um, so now I'm really second-guessing this. No, 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 no. Because I will totally just keep this myself. No, no, no. So last night, she's like, we read every night with her, and she's like, Dad, I want you to read Harry Potter. And I was like, what? I thought you weren't into it. And she's like, fine, whatever. Don't read it then. And she starts sassing mm. me back. I was like, That's like me with a- uh, the song Beautiful by Akon. I always wanted to pretend like I didn't like it, but I really wanted people <laughs> to play it. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'll read it. And uh, I don't know why she's saying she doesn't want to read it. Maybe it's because it's before bed and it's a little more to invest in mm. than the stupid pony stories I'm reading now. But, when, dude, when I read it, uh-huh. I get into it. Yeah. I'm doing, I don't do voices, uh-huh. but like, I can't help but like kind of get into Hagrid's voice a little bit. How can you not? It's Hagrid. Yeah. So like I'm like reading Hagrid's voice and he's got that accent and mm-hmm. everything. And um, I, I try to make it as fun and entertaining and less like reading a book or like a chore so mm-hmm. that she can enjoy it. Sure. And, um, what part are you guys at? We just finished. Uh, Hagrid just came and got him. Oh, so okay. we got to the letter and we read the letter and she's like, all right, I'm tired. I want to go to bed. And then every night after that, she's like, let's read something else. Let's read something else. Let's read something else. So then last night she's like, well, let's read Harry Potter. So I get back to it. And she's like, where are we at? And I was like, the letter. And she's like, oh, okay. And then I read it and it helps that Jen is like also into it. Who's mm-hmm. never read it. So I'm reading it to both of them. And uh, so hopefully we can continue this streak a little bit because now, I mean, it's still so early. Like he's going to go get his stuff and, mm-hmm. 
the chapter's called Diagon Alley. And I was like, ooh, diagonally. And she's like, what? And I was like, diagonally. And she's like, that says Diagon Alley. I was like, it's a reference to the future. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then he ends up in Nocturne Alley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so I am I know she likes it. She's just like, I think it's before bed and because it's like a whole... Plus, she has ADHD, too. So yeah. she's like, you know, squirrel. Like, it's just... It's hard to keep her focused. Even when I'm reading to her, mm-hmm. I'm like, she's like playing with the dogs. I'm like, hey, you want me to stop? And she's like, no. And I'm like, okay, then, dude, let's focus, dude. This, this is Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay. Because I can. Don't, I don't, mean, don't second guess your life, dude. Are you sure? She's going to love it. Okay. She's going to love that she, that she has a wand. And I think it helps reinforce the book. Okay. Like, not only is it now a book, or just a book, mm-hmm. but now I have a wand, right? So I yeah. can run around and do whatever. On on uh, Lovely's birthday, uh, my niece, Braley, she's young, like two, maybe? Maybe? Yeah, she was running around with a little, we had a little star on a stick, and she had watched Cinderella recently, and she's just going, bippity just to everybody (laughs) that's funny but you know what i mean so now Mm -hmm. if she has a wand from harry potter she'll be like oh like it's it's tangible right Mm -hmm. it's it's outside of the book yeah you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so maybe it'll reinforce like oh this is dope voldemort now i don't know about that but just joking okay (laughs) so is it mystery like you don't know what you're getting yeah oh that's cool Yeah, i didn't purposely buy that would be voldemort what if you got two voldemorts can you return it sure oh, where'd you get it they return everything i got Amazon? it from barnes and noble oh okay good call good call i like it all right um there was things we talked about talking about uh ted cruz texas uh yeah i think that's a better transition than going straight into nazis <laughs> <laughs> ted's my hero dude dude ted is an absolute piece of garbage i I'm just flabbergasted at the whole Texas situation. Like their energy system mm-hmm. or their whole energy grid is a disaster. It's a disaster because they didn't want to have federal regulations. Yes. I mean, it's great when you're paying 250 for energy and for electricity. Mm-hmm. But when your bill is $17,000 because there's no regulation, you asked for that, dude. Mm-hmm. It's insane. It's insane. Wait, is the seventeen thousand thing real? Yes, dude. I will send you an article. Someone was charged seventeen thousand dollars. Oh my god! So even if the whole state is out of power, you don't want to have power mm-hmm. because they're charging you five hundred dollars a day. That's insane. Yeah, that's insane. Because and, it's unregulated. And then they want to blame the Green New Deal. It's just th- that shit makes no sense. I don't me. understand how they can blame anybody else. Like. It's Texas. We don't need the federal government. We're doing this solo. Well, then you have to deal with the repercussions. Like, I feel like like I'm talking to my child when I'm, like, talking about these things. Like, there are consequences to your actions and choices. Mm-hmm. If you choose this, how do you not think about the re- possible repercussions? Well, you've, and- heard, of, you've heard about the, um, the, the snow conspiracy theory, right? It's fake snow. And it's not melting? Yeah. Of course I've heard of it, Jake. I am the resident conspiracy theorist on this show. Oh, man. People will go anywhere. Any I'll, day. I'll tell you this. <laughs> I saw it and I was like, I'm going to have to look into that. <laughs> Dude, you got to look into it, right? Um, you're like, I'm not even giving it a 
time of day, but I'm like, dude, what if? Um, so Ted Cruz says he's not going to believe in climate change until Texas freezes over. So now everyone's kind of like, um, I think that was a fake tweet. I, oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, fuck. I, I know. I was fooled. really disappointed because I was like, I was did like, you Ky- research that? I was like, no, Kylie did. I was like, Kylie, oh. did you hear about that tweet? And she's like, it's fake. And I'm like, really? No. You're going to take that from me? All but right. it's totally something that he could say. He would say, yeah. Um, and then pinning the shit on his daughters when he was flying to Cancun. Dude, the best part is, um, he was in this group text, and the text got leaked. Oh no! I didn't it was see his this. wife's like friends who like leaked the group text of like. So he in. He invited his high school or his college roommate. Mm-hmm. Like it was a whole trip to Texas or to Mexico, mm-hmm. and they got leaked. And I guess now they're all pissed at the friends who had like leaked it and everything. And then I saw this article like, make sure you trust who's in your group text. But I mean, especially if you're a government official, dude. Anyway, sorry, what were you saying? Especially a government official who has t- like hopes of running for president. Yeah, um, he. That guy is just such trash. And then he comes back and he has like the worst, most canned photo op of him loading in a, a thing of water into somebody's van and like plugging in a generator. He did and, all that? Yeah. It's just, it's like w- empty parking lot, one person. He was just like, let me look like I'm doing something. No mask on, right? Of course. Just, Dude, I'm is- so bummed that tweet was not real. I know. Me too. I mean, thank you, Kylie, for fact checking, but. Dang it. I know. I mean, but that, it's not unbelievable. Mm-mm. He's a moron. He's an absolute moron. Uh, the There was a Capitol, then he was back on the Hill, and the Senate was listening to oh, yes. depositions what from was he doing? Capitol, Capitol Police, yeah. and then it pans over to him, and the fucker's just texting, not even listening to the guy's deposition. The police officers that saved his ass, yeah. he can't even give them the time of day to listen to their story. Yeah, I saw that. I think people were trying to like zoom in and like digitally render, like find out what he was doing on his phone. Mm-hmm. Maybe he was texting, but what a douche, dude. Well, then Ron Johnson gets up there and doesn't give a point yeah. to anything and literally just reads some OAN no. article. And then that was his statement. He didn't give his take on the OAN article. It was just basically saying that those the people who were at the Capitol riots were there because in their hearts they were doing the they in their hearts they believed they were doing the right thing and that because there may be truth in what was being spread around that caused them to go there. <laughs> Therefore it's justified. And the people who were there instigating the actual Capitol riots were fake Trump supporters in instigating the whole thing. Like that's a fucking U.S. Senator standing up in the halls of Congress reading an OAN article. Justifying the actions. That's what I'm just like. Something that almost killed them. Yeah. I mean, what happens if it happens when it happens again yeah you've justified it mm-hmm. there's a justification for it yeah. according to you so what's the limit of justification is it just because it was well, trump i i think that you are going at cuz cpac yeah is this weekend yeah. and trump's going to be speaking at it <laughs> and what you're going to be hearing coming out of cpac 
is not going to be anything that resembles conservatism. It's not going to be anything that has to do with traditional Republican Party values and platforms. Mm -hmm. It is these people, this branch of the Republican Party, who have now taken over the, the name and the definitions of the party, dude, they're something else. Yeah, They're not... They're something else. They are authoritarian-leaning. I'm surprised they haven't given Trump some fucking medal called the Marshal of... Uh, the Marshal of the American Republic or the Defender of the American Culture, yeah. some yeah, like yeah. fucking too big dictator, uh, Idi Amin style, like yeah. metal. It's coming, dude. It's coming. How can a guy who never won the popular vote lost his party, the House of Representatives in 2018 in spectacular fashion, mm-hmm. the biggest turnaround, lost them the Senate... And then lost them the presidency, twice impeached. Yeah, never, never came close to getting fifty percent support mm-hmm. while in office. Really destroyed the entire party in terms of its hold on power. Mm-hmm. In a system set up to favor the minority part, at least give over representation to the minority mm-hmm. party, still managed to lose all seats of power. Yeah, of rep- of like elected power is still championed and held up and defended. They're hanging their head by on him. that party. Yeah. It makes no sense. They asked Kevin McCarthy, Kevin McCarthy was giving a um did you did you read the one that sent me yeah, that? Yeah. Yeah, you were the one that sent me that. That was crazy. Tell him. Well, you tell him. You were the one that sent it to uh, me. I I don't know what the event was or whatever. I think it was just a press conference. But they asked him um if uh Trump should speak at the CPAC. Mm-hmm. CPAC? Yeah. Yeah. And he just responds with, yes, absolutely. And then they ask McCain. Oh, uh, well, that's Cheney. Cheney. Sorry, Cheney. And she <laughs> she just goes on this ramble like, absolutely not. And I don't think he represents the Republican Party in any way. And he should not be affiliated with any governmental. Like, she just goes off. Mm-hmm. And then it goes back to, what's his name? McCarthy? McCarthy. And he's like, oh, on that high note, uh, let's uh, end this. But it's just like. What a what a great representation of of some people in the party, right? Yeah. She's like, hell no, get this monster out of it, and he's like, absolutely, he's my hero. Yeah. Well, did you see that uh, Jamie Harabella got censored by the Clark County Democrats? No. Clark County Republicans. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Republicans. No. Yeah, the Clark County Republicans held a meeting yesterday. Yeah. Uh, or two days ago, and voted to censor. Uh, which is just in a censor. Pres- what does that mean? In a presidential system, it has like ours. It really has no real weight to it, okay. other than being some. It's just symbolic. Yeah. But it's a way of a body to uh, express that. It's a formal way of expressing that you have extreme displeasure with somebody. Wow. And so the Republican, the the chair, like the, was it Clark County? You said Clark County Republican okay. Party voted to censor. Jamie Herrera Butler, and essentially basically saying that they're not going to give her her support in her reelection bid. Wow. And present in a formal manner, uh, the sergeant at arms of the meeting mm-hmm. was uh, Tiny, whatever his name is, the uh, the number two guy for Patriot Prayer. Not only did they Joey? walk. No, Joey's second. Oh, Tiny. Tiny. Dude, I miss Joey. I was thinking about that the other day. <laughs> Joey's second hand man, because yeah. Joey is technically a precinct committee officer now he's a pco so he he's actually in an elective position so he might have to mind his p's and q's but his um 
uh, his Ernst Rom yeah. to tie it to uh, <laughs> to to use some Nazi references here. Yeah. If that's applicable, uh, is is out being the face of the Patriot Prayer Interesting. now, and they the Clark County Republicans invited him to be the sergeant at arms for that for their meeting to censor Jamie Herrera Butler. Holy shit. Dude, they're steering into these paramilitary organizations. They're using them and propping them up and giving them legitimacy within the party now. They're folding these paramilitary groups into the party. Dude, that's scary as shit. Yeah. That's what the SA... That's like how the SA and the SS got their hold in the in the Nazi party. If the Democrats were doing that with Antifa, people would be losing their mind. Losing their shit. And they sh- as they should be. Yeah. Dude, I when I saw that, I lost my mind. I, my jaw hit the floor. No joke. I, I was just disgusted. One, disgusted, but just scared. Oh my god, dude! So if I'm showing, am I now? If I show up at a Republican primary yeah. event or yeah. Republican caucus event for 2024, am I going to have to walk through Patriot Prayer guards at the at the front door? Probably, dude. This is the exact initial stirrings. I mean, what are they doing? What are they doing? Read a book. <laughs> Read a fucking book. Oh my god! I did not know that. I did not know that. Dude, that the, is terrifying. The SS, which originated from the SA mm-hmm. in Nazi Germany in the ni- late 1920s, started as a paramilitary as a paramilitary street thugs yeah. that just went around and bullied people. Yeah. And they got target, folded into their government. They targeted communists at first. Yeah. It wasn't the Jews they targeted nope. first. the The biggest misconception is that the 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 Nazi Party and the the SS they all went after the Jews first. Right. The first people they went after were the communists. Yeah. Who are Antifa? Right. It's yeah. the communist Democrats. Yeah. And so it's fine to go and bully them in the streets. Yeah. Go and try to sniff them out and beat For them up. For the greater good. For the greater good. Hey, Heinrich Himmler literally said two things like his two mantras yeah were the fewer is always right and the ends justify the means wow that's the guy who architect who who was the architect of the of the final solution for the jews yeah used those that language trump is always right yep the ends justify the means i just do this shit is it's so scary it is scary that is terrifying I I don't even know what to say. Like, like what what? I mean, I I my question is is like, what can we do to stop this? Right, but I don't know if there's an answer. I mean, there's there's getting more involved and there's you know helping the opposition, but the polarization is what's terrifying. Because I, I don't know if if you become what they are trying to stamp out, then once there's power, once there's buildup, then you're the enemy. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Wow. And what sucks for the paramilitary groups like the street thugs. Yeah. 
is that I mean, if we're following the parallel here, yeah. Once it once Hitler gained enough power and got enough, um, and he became the the head of the Nazi Party. Mm-hmm. Uh, he saw he didn't have a need for street thugs. If anything, the street thugs, um, made it harder. Like it was going to come. It was publicly going to be harder for him to be able to justify having ties to them. Right. So that's when he ordered Heinrich Himmler and um, the leader of the IC, which was like the secret police within the SS. So mm-hmm. Heinrich Himmler was um, Reich, uh, was the head of uh, head of the SS, which was so originally it was the SA, which was the brown shirts. Right. And then within the S within the SA, there was the SS, which was the more elite um, organized air, like really strictly Aryan um organization the sa was just a bunch of disorganized people who went mm-hmm. out and did hitler's beating terrorizing people burning down they were ones that the 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 beer hall putsch which was yep. the attempt to, to take power in germany and that's what landed hitler in jail mm-hmm. um and then the nazi party continued without him and then when hitler came back he wrote mein kampf mm-hmm. and that's what really drove himmler to being like staunchly in hitler's pocket mm. and then within the ss there was the ic which was basically uh, the clandestine secret police wiretap, like wiretapping, doing all of the surveillance, getting all the information so they could blackmail people. So, and that, that was um, uh, that was run by a guy named Heydrich. Um, I can't remember his first name. So it was Heydrich, and then and then Himmler uh, convinced Hitler to because they couldn't be having these street thugs, these disorganized street thugs out there. They convinced Hitler to basically rid the came up with a a fake came out with a fake um series of letters that Mm -hmm. said that the sa led by ernst rom who had been hitler's like right hand man forever like super loyal to hitler but convinced him because uh himmler who was a very like saw himself as like the true aryan and like highest class that ultimately is and what it ended up getting him killed Mm -hmm. is that uh Ernst Rom was below him in class and yeah. therefore didn't have any place within the party. Mm. So Himmler and Heydrich convinced, uh, came up with all of this shit saying like all these bu- bullshit documents saying that the SA were going to try to overthrow Hitler. Mm-hmm. And then there, that was a night of the long knives, which we talked about a couple weeks ago in which they're all purged. Yeah. And Ernst Rom was killed. Hitler turned on as soon as he wasn't useful anymore. Hitler turned on him. Oh yeah, and then that that kind of stuff carries through the entire reign reign of the Nazis. Yeah, and and the Third Reich. So it's just for those of you who are thinking that you can use guys like thinking that you can use Trump mm-hmm. for your own bidding. You can use him like Cruz, right? Cruz yes. clearly believes that he can use Trump. That he can use Trump to enhance his own self-interest Absolutely. and his own political goals. You're playing a dangerous game that you're never going to win. Yeah. Because Trump does not have any sort of anything, any of the inhibitions that would normally stop mm-hmm. normal and like your general run-of-the-mill person from yeah. pausing and saying this isn't right. Yeah. Trump doesn't have that mechanism in his psyche. No. He is a sociopath. Mm-hmm. He is a narcissist. He will literally turn on anybody. We've if it, seen if him do he it. He does it to everybody. Yeah. And so to think that you can somehow beat that man at his own game. No. Dude, you're an idiot. Yeah. So to answer your question of how do we stop this? I 
you have to convince the people who are enabling him and that it's not in their self-interest to continue right. to be with him, the, to continue to... And other than threats to their own lives, you would think that that would at least get them to break with him. And it didn't. Yeah. If anything, they've consolidated around him more. Yeah. They're bringing him back. Like, right, he was shunned yeah. to Mar-a-Lago and was in the fucking swamp in Florida. He yeah. was now Florida, man. And now you're bringing him back up and propping him back up at the the conservative conference, yeah. CPAC? Dude. And then at the local level, you've got paramilitary organizations being invited in f- to informal positions. Yeah. To party like to, to party meetings in his in our given sergeant at arms titles. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> read a book. Yeah. As you said, read a book. Yeah. <sighs> I have it if you want to read it, people. I got it at Walmart. Or no, I got it at Goodwill for three bucks, the rise and fall of the third Reich. And I posted the other night. I'm taking like active reading notes, dude. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. His whole family family lineage. On his dad's side, you know his parents were second cousins? I did not know that. Yeah, they were second cousins. And on his dad's side, all the men were just kind of like these like nomadic, restless people. Like they just couldn't stay in one place. And they were constantly moving throughout Europe and like hooking up with chicks and never settled with anyone and just moved on. And um Yeah, it's just it's just wild. Did he have any so Hitler I'm purposely doing this. Yeah. I don't want... I'm solely focusing on everybody... Around him, him, yes. Everybody around him, not Hitler. I haven't read a single thing about Hitler's past. Okay, cool. I was thinking we should write a scholarly article. I'm down. I was thinking it would be fun to do. Um, Because... And then not that we're we're stepping on on you know we're coming into to grounds that nobody has. But if we come up with an argument and make that argument, maybe that no one has, then there's the place to to mm-hmm. explore. And I think we have that argument um, as far as parallels. But it's just like you're looking at everyone who enabled, and I'm just reading the book to try to find out. And right now we're talking about the lineage of Hitler mm-hmm. in that book. But it's gonna get to those yeah. people around him question yes did he did he have any elite ties in the no dude mm-hmm. that's the thing is he was straight up just like they talk about like the poor and and just crummy live except except his um let's see who was it his dad so his dad was born i i posted the name i can't remember it's like it's not hitler right mm-hmm. because his grandfather didn't want to uh didn't want to validate that that was his son Mm -hmm. so he didn't validate that it was son so hitler's dad was raised i think by his uncle and then so once his uncle died he was able to now inherit whatever his uncle had but he needed to be validated by having the hitler name so then his grandfather validated his dad's last name and he changed it to hitler Mm. from what it was and hitler in my post that's why i posted it hitler talks about how like it he's glad that that name changed because the gosh i can't remember the name or i'm gonna look it up because it's 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 interesting um it was uh adolf schickelgruber was was what it would have been um so had 
the 84-year-old wandering Miller not made his unexpected reappearance to recognize the paternity of his 39-year-old son nearly 30 years after the death of the mother. Adolf Hitler would have been born Adolf Schickelberger, Schickel Gruber. There may not have been anything by name, but I have heard Germans speculate whether Hitler could have come to power or could have become the master of Germany had he been known as Schickelgruber. Because they're talking about how just how Heil Hitler became the hello, mm-hmm. right? And it's like that doesn't – Heil Schickelgruber doesn't come off the mm-hmm. tongue. It's more – and then if you read the – the I put, you know, I the the notes, um, the – it says Hitler himself seems to have recognized this. In his youth, he confided to his only boyhood friend he had nothing – he – that – he had that nothing had ever pleased him as much as his father's change of names. He told his friend that the name Schickelgruber quote seemed seemed to him so uncouth and boorish apart from being so clumsy and unpractical. He found Hitler Heidler too soft, but Hitler sounded nice and was easy to remember. So there was different formations of the Hitler name Heidler mm-hmm. and all these different things and eventually it became Hitler, but it's just interesting like uh, there, this is um, Amy who listens. She said uh, she messaged me and said, you know, it, it, there's a real um, display of self-loathing and the power of self-loathing in Hitler's youth or in the situation right here. It says um, uh, da, 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 in the view of the uh, in the in view of the undying hatred which the Nazi fear would develop from youth on for the Czechs, whose nation he ultimately destroyed. The Christian name is worthy of passing mention. So um, his family names prior to being changed to Hitler was it was Czech. Mm-hmm. So he was just like that. You know, there was a hatred for the Czechs, which then in the name kind of resonated with him. So that's why there was such a celebration of it changing to Hitler. Mm. Dude, it's crazy. Yeah. But... The only thing I can think about as far as like power is maybe maybe an inheritance now kind of elevating the stature of the family. Mm-hmm. But uh, do, it, their family, the whole lineage of the family was a mess, mm-hmm. was a mess. Just no commitment to to marriages or to people or anything. And which I think is foundational in if your whole family is is behaves that way and just there's no real ties, mm-hmm. then what is that going to do? Yeah. So I think that that's kind of interesting. Well, it makes sense. He wanted undying loyalty from everybody, but gave no loyalty to anybody. Yes. Great point. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we'll explore this more. I'm still reading. You're still researching, and uh, I guess that's where we're headed here. Yeah. One last mo- note about Himmler. Yeah. Is because uh, the reason why I asked that is because Himmler. Uh, Mueller, who was the head of the Gestapo, all of these guys came or did not come from elite backgrounds. Right. Um, they worked in even in their prior to joining the Nazi Party and rising up in the ranks, uh, were middle of like middling yeah. middle management people, and in a lot of them in the agricultural sect. Yeah. And, oh, okay. Um, Himmler especially had a few elite ties from his dad prior to the rise of the Third Reich mm-hmm. and the fall of the uh, the fall of the Reichstag and then the Nazi Party coming to power. Um, 
and most of them were able, because of the entire upheaval of the German political system, were able to then assert themselves. But like a lot of these guys in their in their youth were mm-hmm. sickly kids who missed a lot of school. Yeah. They weren't particularly athletic. They just because they were generally missed so much. Like Himmler missed so much school, he just had to constantly fight to get caught up and mm. so like that just really instilled in him in a young age of like having to scrape and claw and yeah. do whatever he had to do to um to be as efficient as possible because mm-hmm. he didn't have a lot of time they thought he was going to die as a younger as a mm. younger kid so um but then uh hitler what hitler and then and himmler what really drove himmler to being so loyal to hitler was um this feeling like he blamed the loss of stop me if you've heard this before mm-hmm. was blaming the <laughs> uh the he when looking around the 1920s mm-hmm. in after the the treaty of versailles and he was looking around and seeing what was in his because his 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 he came from very nationalistic teutonic backgrounds and the belief he had the belief in the in the supremacy of the aryan race prior to even hit before, before hitler writing any of his stuff um the what ended up what ended up happening there was with with Himmler. Um, Sorry, oh, I'm no, supposed to join this meeting, and I was trying to just join it so that it was paused. It's Donna's presentation. Oh, <laughs> okay. Okay. So, um, what ended up happening with? Sorry. No, you're fine. With Himmler was um, where was I at? Oh yeah, so Himmler looking around the 1920s prior to Hitler's rise to power, yeah. seeing the degradate what he saw as the degradation of of German supremacy, and over time, yeah, uh, he he didn't blame that on the on his culture. He blamed that on on the Jewish on the Jewish people. At what point is this? This was in the early mid 1920s. Okay. So he's blaming the the degradation and the loss of morals of the high standing and values of the uh, of the Teutonic people of the, yeah. uh, of the Aryans because of the Jews behind the scenes pulling the strings and and destroying their culture. Through, you know, there's that language now, right? Through yeah, I mean, it's it's the brown people coming here and destroying. No, our there's perfect, that language about Jews. Yeah, there is too. It's crazy. It, yeah, it's also used against. Immigrants, yeah, 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 uh, but wow. definitely against Jews. But it's like pulling the strings behind the behind the the, the 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 having all the money and they're they're pouring it into and creating false media narratives that yeah. are that are making it so that the Aryans aren't uh, valuing the right things, and so we need to purge the society of that. And it was just like. Stop me if you've heard this before, right? right like we yeah. hear this stuff echoed even today. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. It's scary, dude. It's just really scary. So. And they don't. There's no. Uh, sorry, I, I we're still going, and I know you have work, but I wanted to ask you one thing. Um, and we don't have to get into this. We can. I can cut it if we need to. Mm-hmm. But you asked what I thought about a national standard for social studies. Oh yeah. Yeah. What were your thoughts? I don't know. I I hate. I hate it that we have such a different, like Americans have such a different understanding of our story, like our story. Right. Right? And that's what history is. It's the telling of stories. Mm -hmm. And there's so much (laughs) lack of information because prior to old social studies standards was 
holding up great man history. Yeah. Um, a very whitewashed, rose-tinted glasses version of Amer- of our story, right? right. We were grown up being taught that everything American di- America did was... Besides that thing with the Indians that we won't talk about, right? And the, and, sure, the, sure. The, and the slavery thing, and then, but we don't, we don't really talk about. Uh, we had a great relationship with the Indians. That's why uh, Sacagawea helped uh, Lewis and Clark. Yeah, I mean, we're <laughs> we're told such little about yeah, our past, yeah. right? And like, I feel like I truly believe that the the more I know about America has done both good and bad makes me a better American. I like, agree, I, and so. I was just reading comments about people like telling like, oh, you need to learn your history before commenting. And it was like the whites were the right were the whites were the first slaves. It's like, oh, no, yeah. no, <laughs> there's a massive difference between indentured servants yes. who came over on their own free will, lived in like appalling circumstances. Yes. But were working towards their freedom. Yes. Then somebody being captured. <laughs> sold into chattel slavery where you, your kids, your grandkids for generations were going to be enslaved against their will with no hope to ever being free, not working towards anything. Not working towards anything, yeah. And I'm not trying to defend indentured servitude as like it was like some great thing, but it is not parallel. It's a completely different system. And it didn't lead to the conceptualizations of race and class yes. and the intersections of those two constructs in the way that they do, that it, the way that it does today with African Americans yeah. and other racial minorities, and how we constitute and how we conceptualize class and how we conceptualize race. Slavery dr- completely created the um, the thoughts behind eugenics. Mm-hmm. It created all of. All of the stuff we're still struggling with today, yeah. how we see, bio, like how we conceptualize biological racism, because yeah. prior to prior to European colonization and slavery, the way that the the way that race was conceptualized had nothing really didn't have anything to do with biological characteristics. Right. It was very much race and class were way more in, intrinsically tied than they are in our conceptualization of those two constructs today. Right, and but there's still there's still an intersection there, but it's vastly different, and that was caused by slavery. So to say that somehow indentured servitude in in trying to equate the it's the not white even, I don't think you've seen that Jake equate the white history yeah. to that of the black of, of African Americans right. of black Americans stories yes. in the United it, it is yes. is so disgusting and it it's will, also it shows like ignorant just vast amounts of the, ignorance. the idea of slavery in uh in italy and the romans and mm-hmm. stuff that is what they're equating to chattel slavery of african-americans it's not the same thing because of how race and class were conceptualized it had nothing to do with biological yeah. racism and so it's i'm thinking like we need a national we need something to keep texas louisiana from perpetuating these myths yeah that because uh, somewhere people are being taught that African-Americans signed up for the Confederacy to fight for the Confederacy. Right. And they pick and choose a couple of African-Americans, of blacks who own slaves themselves yeah. as like, we'll see, it really wasn't about the I- issue of slavery. It wasn't mm, really about slavery. Yeah. It, 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 it was. The Civil War was about slavery. So it's like we can't have, how can we, how can we even come together as a nation when mm-hmm. we can't even have any sort of we can't even have a, a an agreed upon national story because it's their alternative facts exactly they're picking and choosing yes. and cherry picking yes stuff to fit their narrative mm-hmm. and so i'm like well th- we need like texas with the uh with the with their power grid mm-hmm. it helps when you have 
federal regulation. That's and then so that way when shit happens, that's like so what happened in Texas could have either been avoided mm-hmm. by better planning, and what couldn't have been avoided could have been better mitigated. Yeah, by having Texas within the federal framework. Yes, taking. Th- those lessons that we're learning in a different, completely different sector and applying it to the education system, I think mm-hmm. it, it, it transfers yeah. to a point. But at the same time, you look at, okay, well, then who's in, if somebody's in charge of the national story, of creating the national That's story. That's what I'm thinking. You've got Trump in there and he <laughs> yes. writes that abomination of a history. Yeah. Whatever that was that he created, the 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 Patriot Project or whatever the yeah, fuck yeah. that thing was called. It's atrocious. Not a single historian signed on to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that should tell you something. What happens if he's the one dictating That's my social studies curriculum nationwide? Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. I don't, there, I don't know there's, if there's an answer I don't think to there it. is an answer. But that's my first thought is like, whoa, what, who, what if somebody's in power? And what one thought I was just having is another thing is it's so weird that like the more that historians research and develop other stories aside from the big man history or the big histories, mm-hmm. right? And you start filling in the gaps with histories that are, that are more telling of the complete story, mm-hmm. how that automatically just gets, uh, just gets um, assigned to or or appropriated to just the left trying to soften things. Yeah. And it's like no, we're we are the, the the fact that historians are doing this is we are getting a better complete story and understanding one of humanity, but two of the nation and three of the world's history. And you know what the the crazy thing is it too is that it's being that filling in the gaps with uh with individual histories of people who were on the margins of society. Yeah. Irish immigrants yep. in uh, the in the slums in New York, mm-hmm. right? In the or the 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 early unionists and Carnegie steel mills, those kind of, uh, freed slaves trying to navigate the Freedmen's Bureau, and then once Reconstruction ended, those kind of stories and the beginning of Jim Crow and filling those those gaps in, right? Of everyday American history, mm-hmm. that is our history. That is the history that is more replicant. That yes. is more replicated or more accurate of a of the national story for people like you and i mm-hmm. of the middle class and the and the working class than it is of the big man history right that's the history of the elites of this country right not our history why is there such a focus to celebrate those elites because we all strive to be them right it's the capitalist mantra we all yeah. want to be the elite yeah most of us can't or never will be right but it's that belief that we want to be there we want to celebrate the elites, because in a way we want to be that. So if right. you tear down the elites, you're tearing down, you're tearing down that image that we're all trying to, oh. to rat race for. Interesting. I don't get it, man. Because when I when I hear uh, these everyday Joes maybe living through somewhat same situations or conditions that I am, mm-hmm. even from the '80s and '90s in history, I'm like, oh shit, I ain't got it that bad. Like. We're still doing all right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I can relate to these people and we can work through this. But that inter- that is interesting as far as the the elites and wanting to be that and it's the it's our that is our our oldest national idea is yeah. pulling yourself up by your bootstraps. Right. American rugged individualism. So we don't want to hear about those who suffer or that those that we stamp out or that those that we marginalize. Because if they 
the reason why they got stamped out, the reason why they got marginalized, the reason why they were enslaved is because they didn't take it upon themselves to better their own situation. I just had a terrible thought. What uh, Going along with what you said, or maybe they were necessary to be stamped out so that I could pull myself up by the bootstrap. Maybe that is a little bit of the... Well, I th- I think that they'll never admit to that. Oh but God, there's, no. there's definitely something psychological that be. it's zero sum, right? Yes. If those people had succeeded, I it would have lessened my chance of getting to where I ha- like where I am. Yes. At. So preventing them from the opportunity of succeeding increases my chances of succeeding. Mm-hmm. Which. They'll never admit that because that is the essence of white privilege that yes. that they say does not exist. Damn, dude, this is deep, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we have to keep it. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, we're on it. Yeah. Well, it's it's we're at one thirty one now, so we'll end there. All right. All right. Thank you guys. Yeah. Thank Congratulations, you guys Jake. Congratulations, thank Kylie. You. Now you're stuck with him. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> you have to listen to more of this for the yeah, rest of your life. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. Thank you.